to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu waifu My tell him Is that you? Yes sir What's going on? This is episode 177 Of my check waifu waifu As always It's brought to you by Lou Complex It's the hoodie I see You see me wearing today In a hat Go to LouisComplex.com Use that article Waifu to save on your entire cart Oh shit Now dip uh, I forgot to uh, bring up The Patreons and shit <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon producers A.B. Aaron Brown Dre to go G. Johnny From Shogo High Kent the Pro From Chaotic Culture Podcast Explicitly Monique Williams And our boy Nashi Thank you all so much For supporting this And many other episodes Of the podcast We truly appreciate you We truly love you all uh, Thank you so much um, You can go to Patreon.com Slash Mike check Waifu Waifu Get early access To the video versions Which I still need to edit Two episodes of that Because they were screwed up Via the YouTubes Um <laughs> get access to our bonus podcast The After Story Which where we talk about everything Not just anime But life in general um, Ideals Futures Pasts All of the above So check out The After Story Podcast Exclusively Exclusively the video version On patreon.com Slash MikeCheckWifeWifeFu We're also going to have Some exclusive content as well As some video game content Up there as well So make sure you guys check out Mike Check Waifu's Patreon. We appreciate that so very, very much. Follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu, on Instagram at Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and on TikTok at Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Now, before we get started, today the plan is to discuss quite a few things from our Twitter, um, quite a few things that we've watched, and in our spoiler talk, per Tell, how you feeling, brother? <sighs> Man, I'm good, bro. I can't even lie to you. I'm good. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready to do this. Um, as y'all, as some of y'all might know, it's uh, technically Monday. We normally record on Sundays, mm-hmm. and it's it's early. It's morning, uh, or not morning. It feels like morning for me because <laughs> I ain't had to. I, all I had to do today so far was uh, get new internet, and I know Polo pretty happy about that. Man, I'm so fucking happy about. It. Listen, y'all don't understand. To be able to see Montel for real and to hear him properly is brand new. Something we haven't had in months of recording this podcast. So, you know, I'm not going to jinx it or nothing like that, but we shouldn't hear Robot Tell and we shouldn't see Pixelated Tell. So if you're watching that early version, that's on patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Or even later, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. You'll see. It's nice and clear today. Let's do it. Let's do it. How you feeling, man? Was, I'm, was, was. I'm feeling good, man. I've uh, I picked up some. Um, I, all right, this is what had happened. Okay, Twitch. What I, had I, happened? <laughs> obviously, I've been doing Twitch and I've been streaming Black Desert Online. I took a little. It was not even a big break. I took a slight break from it and started playing like New World and shit. Just playing other stuff, and I've been having a good time. I actually, um, in relevance to our question, one of our questions today, I'm asking now since since we right here. It was the first question we got when we uh, put out our question thread. Uh, uh, 
Rob, aka the father of Ash, aka Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. Make sure you check out that podcast. Great, great show over there. He says, I'm curious if either one of y'all are excited for God of War Ragnarok. Do y'all have a history with the series in general? I'm hyped beyond belief. And side note, uh, Oh shit I, I should have Probably read all of this Side note This episode will be Coming out At my son's Vash Fifth birthday So This will be The extra special pod In my memory Yes it is Let's go Alright oh, <laughs> Can we sing Happy birthday That's a copyrighted song ain't it? It's a copyrighted uh, song Unfortunately We gotta We gotta well, freak it up Happy, happy birthday. birthday No happy birthday Little Vash That's dope man Happy birthday, dude. That's awesome. Um, but to answer your question, I literally just beat God of War today, 2018, for the first time. Shout out to Connor. Connor is a, is, is a buddy of ours who actually gifted me the copy of God of War, and it just took me till now to beat it. Funny, funny enough, Connor also gifted me God of War, and <laughs> that same God of War is uh, the first God of War I've actually ever played. Oh, Really? Yes, I, I played all the PS2 versions because uh, my cousin Martel he had them, and I and I liked it. It was fucking, it was crazy. It's it intense. I've watched every God of War, like the full gameplay. I just never played them, and um, I don't know what it was that just I just didn't feel into it. But mm-hmm. the God of War, the 2018 one, man, that shit blew my fucking mind, dude. The whole it, formula, how how the like the gameplay loop is, the combat system is the one take. The game is in is, is in one take, and for cinematographers out there, that's special, bro. This is the very first video game that I've ever played that was taking place in one take. Obviously, video games uses low screens, and the way they did their low screens was so fucking creative. Like you could tell when they came in, but you couldn't tell at the same time. And that, it was it's just so good. So I'm I'm super excited about Ragnarok. I need to see if I can buy it because it comes out the day this episode releases. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, hopefully, I'm gonna be taking a trip back up to Ohio soon to to visit my family. Um, today, the day we're recording this is actually my niece's third birthday. So happy birthday, Skyler! I love you. Happy birthday. Um, yeah. With that being said, man, let's uh let's hop into our episodes of the week. Tell my tell them television. What was your episode of the week this week, bro? Man. I saw this little clip and bro said, I am, and then you hear the atomic <laughs> through the headphones. That shit was fire, bro. It, and that, I think that would have gave me episode of the week alone. Just just from that 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 chill I got. So I'm gonna go with Eminence in the Shadows because God good. damn, bro. <laughs> that was really fucking good. I hate myself um, because my episode of the week is more than a married couple. Yo, I, that was my second <laughs> choice because that was a astounding episode as well. I cannot believe this shit got like four out of the five weeks that has been out. It's just all right. I'm gonna say this because I'm not gonna go into spoilers. Obviously, we're gonna talk spoilers at the second half of the show for this particular episode as well. What this show does so well is this gives me it gives not only our main characters Jiro and Akari the uh um. These, these impossible like feelings because they don't they're they're kind of wrestling with the fact that do I like Jiro do I like Akari um, do I want Shiori do I want Tenji they're kind of wrestling with that obviously that's the that's kind of the premise of the show but this does something that no other show like this has ever done to me besides my team romantic comedy snafu and that's 
the inability to make a fucking choice. I am internally confused. I'm like, damn, do I want him to be with Watabe or do I want him to be with Shayori? I don't fucking know because this ep- okay, I'm not going to talk about it into the spoiler half of the show, but this gives me that that trouble, that confliction of I don't know, I don't know which one I want him to be with. And that is incredible. That is an incredible feeling. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this once. Mhm. Shayori, Shayori is dope. Very. No, she's no, we're going we got, we got. Akari is, is dope. best girl. It's it's so hard, man. It's so they're both incredible. They're both incredible. And this this episode kind of proves how incredible they both are because it's it's a rough situation. It's a rough situation. And we're gonna talk about that in the second half of the show. I really want to get into that. Really want to dive deep into that. So more than a married couple, but not lovers. If you haven't watched it yet, watch the fucking shit. Please. Please watch it's, it. It's on point. It's gold. It's actually great. Like actually great. Yes, it's labeled etchy. So if you're not an etchy fan, don't watch it. I get no watch it because it's not even that etchy. It's not even that bad, to be honest. Um, also, in honor of a uh, Rob, aka the father of Ash and TCB and YC, they both recommended uh, "Do It Yourself" to me. Us, mm-hmm. I should say. And I watched the first episode. Um, it's cute. It's cute. I'd probably definitely have to watch more. Because I haven't seen the uh, the specialness of it. Usually, when they say something in it, it's like it's because it's special. And TCB mentioned that there was an episode that hit an emotional beat for him that was so good. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna continue to watch it uh, to see where I go from there. But watching the first episode, I was just kind of like, you know, this is cute, you know. But I was kind of like, this is a cute, and they do I need to watch it way? Not yet, not yet. So I, I definitely have to watch another episode. I don't know why I couldn't watch more than one at the time I was watching it. I think it was because, uh, I think I was, because oh, I was too excited to watch Beast Tamers, because I had mm-hmm. a Beast, I had the Beast Tamers episode uh, like up. Well, it wasn't up yet, so that's why I did do it yourself. I watched do it yourself because the Beast Tamers episode didn't come out exactly at the right time or at the time I thought it was. So I watched the episode of do it yourself, and then Beast Tamers was up, and I watched that. So. Beast Tamer is also still good, really good. Of course, of course. Beast Tamer is uh, they they met a new character, so mm-hmm. I love yeah. when they meet a new a new character, especially the uh, ultimate. Uh, what do they call them? The ultimate fairy species. The ultimate species. I yeah, wasn't yeah. trying to wasn't trying to drop that. You giving spoilers. Well, it's in the, it's in the intro, and I kind of want to get in. That kind of segues into perfectly my fucking definition of why I hate intros, bro. I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip intros every single time. And you know, the reason why is because <laughs> shows just are willing to give you the entire story in the intro. Like, bro, let us let us introduce us to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if somebody's never read Chainsaw Man and you watch the intro, you're gonna know what the team is. If nobody yeah. ever watched Beast Tamers, you're gonna know what the team is. If yeah, you watch the intro. But- but hear me out I feel like Yeah you know who the team is We met most of the team already In these first few episodes But No we didn't Most of you I mean I'm just saying We we met a decent amount of the team I mean I think there's still We met one For like it, three episodes <laughs> But Hear me out I feel like Chainsaw Man Didn't really spoil that much In the In the intro At least not to me But I, I guess also I already know but Exactly I guess if I didn't know the way I'm looking at it is like the biggest thing that's a spoiler to me is the damn snail. Mm-hmm. But that's that's also I'm somebody who know what that snail is supposed to represent. But I feel like it's also obvious. Um, 
Beast Tamers definitely spoils the entire fucking show, basically. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it's see that's why and that's why I can like I can honestly say watching the intro to like the slice of life are different because you, they're just kind of jumbled messes. You know what I'm saying? But that's um, how I felt about Chainsaw Man's intro. It's like it was kind of like all over the place. Like no, I think you, I think if you know it, you can piece it together. But if you don't know going in, I don't think I don't know if you can really piece it together. You can after the first episode. The moment they put him in a tie and a shirt. If you've never watched, if you've never read Chainsaw Man, the moment they put him in a tie and a shirt, that's when you knew all. Like okay, so now in the intro it shows power with a tie and a shirt. It shows the uh, edgy boy with the tie and a shirt. It kind of just throws the whole team together in this one little intro. It's like fuck, <laughs> it's it's an issue. Uh, My Hero's shitty intro. Uh, they do well. They do well with keeping it vague, even though they suck. But it sucks for the last how many seasons of My Hero is it? Six. <laughs> yeah. I think so this is for the last five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. It's so funny, man. That's so funny. I can't um, listen. <laughs> One of the for my heroes gonna be fun too. I wanted to uh, say, and I haven't started yet, but I'm just saying this for the people who do watch it. Um, to your eternity, I will be starting to your eternity season two this week. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, just so we can kind of, I'm not gonna really talk on it too much, but I want to talk about it next week. So I will be starting to your eternity season two next week or this week, and then we'll talk about it next week, or I'll talk about it. See how y'all? I guess kind of. I haven't really been seeing that much commentary on it. No, I saw none. Well, I'm, nah, again, I'm not also on Twitter either. I've also been mad dry on social media lately. Same. Like I have Same. You might get an Instagram story, but everything else has been mad weak. <laughs> I've been trying to tell myself, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get on Twitter this week. And I just don't touch it. I just don't touch it. <laughs> I, I was telling um, uh, Wonder of Anime. I was talking about how uh. I tagged Mike Check Waifu because that's the only way Polo's gonna even comment. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, I guess it don't really matter because it's hard. I mean, but I ain't, I ain't saying it's hard. I'm just saying, you know, we don't, we don't be on there too much. But I'm trying to, I'm also trying to work my way back in there, um, slowly am, but surely. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> uh, if, if for everybody who is watching to your eternity though, um, let me know what y'all thinking about it. Uh, if y'all got some gut checks before I get in there, cause I mean, I don't really care for spoilers too much, but if y'all got some gut checks, let me know. Cause, uh, I want to go in and, you know, I'm going to try and enjoy it as best I can. I know the first season was okay to me. I, ain't, I didn't think it was nothing groundbreaking. Um, but you know, I know how some people loved it and cried so much and stuff like yeah. that, but we going we're going to be in there. Make sure y'all follow him at King Teliano on t- Twitter. Uh, T-E-L-L-I-A-N-O For those that didn't know um, Let's go into another question shall we Let's go to our boy U-E-T-J At U-E-T-J2 says He says What's a show You thought about dropping But glad you kept watching hmm. I got uh, two Okay Um and Polo gonna laugh at both of them. The first one was Steinsgate. 
Because I tell you, my first time watching Steins Gate, I was like, I want to turn this shit off so fucking bad. I don't even know how. That's the crazy part. Oh my god, it was so bad. Watch it the first time. I even, I even think I started it like three times and just never get past that first episode. Um, It's so good though. It it, it did get good. Once it got good, it stayed good, and then everything else made sense as to why it wasn't good to me. Um, We got to revisit that one day because I need to know exactly what about that first episode that was so bad. I just because I I didn't see it. I wasn't intrigued. It didn't seem special. Um, Mm. I'll do a rewatch, like just that first episode, episode, and kind of try try and get back in the moment of when I was watching it the first time. Yeah, because that's hard to do because like when you. Cause I keep now I enjoy it. Yeah, so yeah, now that, I know if I go back and look at, it, I'm like, that's the that's the thing that I'm I'm struggling with because if you go back and and you watch that first episode, I'm thinking I'm like maybe I'm tripping because maybe it was a bad first episode, and I'm only saying that is not because I watched the whole thing, but when I, even when I was watching it, I don't remember even thinking this is bad. Like, and I watched it during the time where I was like, where I wanted a lot from my anime, and I feel like I got a lot that first episode. So I'm gonna have to do that too. Don't you want a lot from your anime now? I feel like I, I feel mean, like yeah, that's, that's that's I guess that's the same thing, but I don't. I felt like it was a lot. You know, what I'm saying that's the point I was trying to make. I feel like it was a lot, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rewatch that first episode too. We might have to do that and come back next week for real, like for real. Right, right. But the other one is my tyrannic comedy. That one also blows my fucking mind. But that ugh, that first like six or seven episodes for me was st- also so not. Not immensely wonderful, but also I was not a slice of life fan. Really. Yes, that's true. That's true. Like, that's completely barely different. Even. Barely even, but now which is a nice way to come in, to be honest. Yeah, my romantic comedy snafu, or my romantic comedy, my romantic comedy snafu, my romantic comedy snafu climax, all fucking <sighs> masterpieces. Yes, I agree. I agree. So, so what, what about you? Uh, that I'm glad I kept watching. That was tough because I. Like I, like I said, after Clannad, I've, I've I've watched everything pretty much all the way through. So to regret something and not keep watching it, or to keep watching it, I mean, like I'm like I'm watching them, like I don't want to keep watching this shit. Uh, I mean, One Piece. I yes, I took. I've been on this very long break, but when I started it, I was ready to drop it because I, I kept thinking about how many episodes I had. But then I I don't. I don't regret that I got to 535 or something. Actually, I got my was pulled up right here. Where did I get to? Uh, we're about to get... Uh, yeah, 535. Yeah, 535. So I'm, I'm still watching it slowly. But another one was... Uh, one that I, I'm glad I didn't drop. Because I wouldn't have found out how bad it was. <laughs> and that's Darling in the Franks. Okay. The show started off so good. And then, it? yeah, it did. It started off really good. And then it started to get terrible. And I'm like, ah, I should probably end it here. And if I would have ended it there, I probably would have thought the show was still good and probably would have been American Minute to people. And I'm glad I didn't stop because I found out it's actual garbage. And I can say, don't watch Darling in the Franks like ever. I feel like it gave me exactly what I expected. Really? Yeah, I, I did not expect greatness from Darling and the Franks. Um, Bro, it started now, off so nice, I, though. I also didn't hate it. Um, she was trash. <laughs> but do I think it was good? Do I, would I say, like, 
it's a great anime to watch. No, if I if someone told me they were into Mecca and Slice of Life, would I recommend it? Probably only for that. But I, I can't really, I can't even really imagine um, anything else. Also, oh wait, did you have more to say about Dr. no, Frank? no, oh, hell no, I was just no. Speaking of birthdays, uh, for my my people watching uh, Gundam. Which from Mercury? Oh my fucking god, Polo! It was a great episode. Oh, it was birthday. a great episode. So it was a happy, it was a happy birth, it was a happy birthday episode. Okay. Um, we ain't talking and, about birthdays in like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bro, so uh, just I'm I'm gonna go into a little bit of spoilers, um, because I know Polo not gonna watch it, so let's not. It ain't gonna be too much. Um, but basically, our main character. She comes up against another uh, another character who she has to fight, basically, because they're in a, a Gundam school, essentially, not technically Gundam, mobile suit school, and she's the only one with a Gundam. There's another guy who, which is, I think is really cool. He's actually like, he's not a clone of someone. He has his own identity, uh, but they basically took his face or gave him someone else's face. So essentially he comes across as a clone. He's been genetically modified to withstand the Gundam curse, right? Um, kind of cool concept. Like, you know, he's genetically modified to handle all the extra pressure and energy that Gundam's put out. Uh, <laughs> it sounds lame as fuck, but I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you Cool, think. cool, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, basically um, what ends up happening is he's fighting and you know, he's going all out and he, he, he loses to our main character. Um, almost wins you know she pulls it out by a hair but stuff that we've seen her do before nothing that seemed like an ass pull but stuff we've seen her do and she manages to win and basically her when they when they do a fight they have to request something that they want from the other person he requested that he gets her Gundam because uh, she's the only person with a Gundam in the show right now um, and she requests to learn more about him no one knows anything about him they just know that he's like the pretty boy that everybody wants to meet and what what comes out really cool about it is that uh before that she basically asked him you know what's your birthday he has like no idea he's like my whole life ever since i can remember at this point now i've been someone else so i don't know when my birthday is and throughout the episode he's having memories and flashbacks of like his mom and who he used to be and basically he loses as he's as he loses uh, the people who turned him to, into what he is essentially do what they do with like robots that go volatile they decommission him and he's in like this chamber we see him getting ready to get decommissioned so to speak and in his head you know she's thinking she's gonna meet up with him for, for like a date so she can actually find out about stuff about him and he starts singing happy birthday because she did that for him you know made that day that he lost to her his birthday because he didn't know when his birthday was anymore and as he's saying happy birthday, he gets essentially deleted. He's no longer uh, alive anymore. Shit was great. It, it was an emotional uh, episode. Um, really cool for um, all my friends watching Gundam. Yeah. Uh, let me know what you thought about that episode. I'm not going to hold you as somebody not watching Gundam. That's just on the trash. But I will apologize for uh, the fucking lawnmower. I guess that's the thing with, with recording in the middle of the day. If you can't hear that, there's a lime, there's a guy literally cutting his grass right outside. So if you hear that, I'm yeah. sorry. He cutting your grass too? 
Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's an apartment. That's so. what it sounds like. It's not like he cutting yogurt. <laughs> it's like it's he an in apartment. Your house. So yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It's ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm sorry. It's right under my house because I'm only on the second floor. Anyway, um, I think I'm gonna save uh, Rob J's for last because his is a fucking it's a, a plethora of fantastic questions like he always do. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go to Philip J. Woodward though, our boy Philip J. Woodward. He said, "Hmm, I don't think I've heard the answers to this before, so hopefully I didn't miss it. You missed it, Philip J. Woodward. I'm gonna tag you." When this episode releases, I'm going to tag you in this episode so you can listen to it. And I want you to listen to our answer this time. But I digress. Okay. What he asks is, what is your ideal anime video game? Okay. That question we've answered multiple times before, but he gives us a lot more detail this time. So tell what the question is, what is your ideal video game like? If you could have any story, style, game mechanics, and and an anime art style with a story written by your favorite mangeka, what would it be? So we've answered this question before. I think it was a question from Twitter, and it was also a question on our Get to Know My Check Wife Waifu when we did that in the past. Uh, this one is a little bit more in detail, though. What is my uh, let's let, let's do it a part one part at a time because I didn't I, I heard it all, but I need we we need to bounce it back and forth. Let's do it. Okay, what is your ideal anime video game? Uh, if I had an anime video game. My ideal anime video game would be, I don't want to say solo player because I really don't like solo player games that much anymore. Um, but I would say like cooperative co-op, like just co-op two people. Um, and I want it to be, I want it to be, shut up. <laughs> I, I hope you're just choking on water and not talking shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was choking because I thought, I got a thought that while I was drinking water. So I started right. it wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. My bad. All right. My uh, my ideal anime game would be like a cooperative two player game with strategic and horror themes. So like, okay, now where I thought you were gonna go. Yeah, I need. I want because uh, not like Kingdom Hearts or like anything like that. I no, want no. like I want it to be actually like I'm worried about what might happen when I turn that corner. You want me to tell you what my ideal video game for you is where I thought you were going to go as soon as you said cooperative? Go ahead. What is your favorite manga, Montel? I'm, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's where I thought you were going to go. Uh, I, yeah, I, I figured that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go and I'm like, oh, I know what kind of cooperative this would be because those two end up becoming a couple, I think, or something like that. And that should be probably a fire thing to see. Okay. Anyway, for me, what yeah. would my ideal anime video game be? <clears throat> uh... Hmm. The start of my ideal video game will probably be um hmm I want a uh I kind of want a spy thriller kind of deal. The spy thriller uh it's going to be obviously single player. No, you know what? I take it all back. I take it all back. Everything I just said, erase, delete. Get rid of. It's gonna be a fucking MMO. It's gonna be an MMO. Obviously. Obviously. Obviously, it's gonna be an MMO. Okay. Let's get into the next question so we can figure out where where we're taking these video games to. Okay. So, like if you can have any story, style, game mechanics, and what anime art style 
Okay, that's this is all kind of like a big run on. He kind of describing like what. Okay, let's let's start off with any story. Let's go with story first. For me, I want a I want this the MMO to be a tactics MMO. Like you still have your individual characters. But there's tactics involved, and now let me let me get let me let me explain. I, I I don't know what you got to say after this, but I already fuck with it. I want it. Yeah, yeah. Cause check this out. <laughs> okay, the art style. I want it to look like. I want it to look like, and, and stick with me. I want it to look like Chainsaw Man. Okay, where it's mostly anime, but with the CGI. Like I want it to be three D like that, <laughs> because in this game. This is about to be so fucking crazy. With the game mechanics of the of the um, tactics style, basically what I'm saying is I want to be able to create my own individual character. I want it to be in the world of Idrisil. I want it to be Overlord, basically. Okay, a tactics MMO Overlord, where you either have to go against Ains or you go against, or you 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 know you create a character like Ains or just the game mechanics of Overlord and an MMO with with tactics game mechanics I think will be the ideal uh, video game and the art style like Chainsaw Man like it should look sick well and, and what I think about when I see that is like obviously you make your own character that you gotta level up and make stronger yep. but you control your kingdom yep. like army kind of like the tactics like you you push out units to different kingdoms to do different things That's and exactly meanwhile right. you're building up your main character that shit sounds hard yes you're you bringing um, up your main character but you're also bringing up your NPCs as well like the same mm-hmm. way Intracil or uh, Overlord is, is sanctioned oh it'd be sick it'd be sick oh. For all the game developers listening, uh, go ahead and make that, and then, uh, bro, be so fire. Send us the the pre pre made. This is like just like Overlord though. So if you're undead, you get pv, you get no penalty for pilot fight for pvping. An undead, if you're like a regular human or any other like regular based race, like this shit is should just be fire, bro. Should just be fire. Uh, Um, art style for me, it would have to be in the art style of uh. I'd actually like the art style and hear me out when I say this. I want kind of like the, the re-zero art style. Beautiful. Um, just because I feel like it can be very funny or it can be extremely dark and dramatic. So I want, I like that, that variable. Um, now in terms of like, I know you said like the tactics gameplay and I know I want like a, like a slower paced horror strategy game where you, you kind of, I don't want to say strategy in terms of you got to build up like a team to fight against stuff. I'm thinking of strategy like you got to build up, like you got to survey where you're going to avoid whatever danger. Some danger obviously will be imminent. You can't avoid it, but other parts are going to be things that you can try and avoid with like other scary stuff that might happen. So I I would love for something like that where it's going to be scary and gory. Um, art style though, like like I said, with that ReZero art style, I'm 100 with it. Um, I don't want it from my favorite mangaka though, because my favorite mangaka makes my two my two main characters fight each other, and I ain't with it. Ah, uh, I see, I see, it makes sense, it makes sense. I mean, for me, I want I, I want Miriyama to to write it, which is the creator of Overlord. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I that that'd be perfectly fine with me. The story doesn't really matter that much in MMO because it's all about the story you create. But like he can write the world lore, obviously, and shit like that. Like it'd be amazing. It'd be incredible. Which agreed. That is literally my idea of MMO, man. My ideal MMO. Like to have something like that has the uh I guess something like a a total war type fighting like uh, army style or um even a city building like fucking a game that's coming out soon called Manor Lords like I would love that shit oh, god I'm 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 getting way too excited like this shit real and it would also be dope to assign certain jobs to like your NPCs yep. and they do things like if you say hey I need you to build I like set up buildings and stuff they can mm-hmm. do it like based on like certain stats they'll do it in a certain kind of organization that should be hard like if they have if they have a high intelligence stat they might be really good at organizing buildings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but they also might have been better to be sent out on intel missions because they can you know understand the enemies better it'd be really cool to see that kind of layout it'd be fire it'd be so fire okay so to move on hopefully you're done cutting the grass out there who knows um rob j Make sure y'all follow him at Rob J on Twitter or at underscore Rob J on Twitter. Sorry. He says uh, his first question, he, he has a plethora of questions per usual and they are super bangers. So he says, do y'all prefer to Ben watch a show or watch week to week? I'll start. Um, uh, okay. So since we started doing this podcast, I became an okay guy with week to week because what week to week allows me to do is that allows me to get in a bunch of different shows opposed to just watching one show straight through. So watching one show straight straight through, you kind of you tend to burn yourself out on anime. Sometimes I know I do. I know I did when I used to do the uh, my One Piece watches and and even our long form shows. That shit was burning me out. Like I didn't want to watch anything else for the following week. So it would it it'd just be a lot. Like I would have to take a day or even three days before I would watch you know the rest of the seasonal stuff. So Ben's watching is great when you're trying to like when you try to go through the story like for instance if you've been watching summertime rendering you're fucking in for a treat right um but in certain situations like summertime rendering you would kind of prefer to binge binge watch that like right now more than a married couple but not lovers is a show that i wish i can fucking binge watch like every time an episode ends i'm like fuck i need more i need more of this fucking show and that's that's my issue with uh with week to week sometimes but the week to week is uh, kind of my per- preferred way of doing this because of the podcast covering seasonal shows. I think it's kind of like perfect. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm kind of similar in that regard. Like I like. I don't, I'm not gonna say I really like binging because I feel like as soon as I watch one episode, there's very few anime I actually want to binge all the way through. Um, but if it's something that's really, really good, like Polo said, Summertime Rendering, 100%, I, I would do want to binge all the way through. But also, I'll just say this Summertime Rendering for me personally, for a binge, I'd probably only watch, like, since I know it's 24, 25 episodes, I'd probably only watch eight episodes. That's true. And then I'd be like, all right, let me chill. Yeah, mentally, you'll need a break. Yeah, give me some time to digest it and then I'll go back. And I, that's why I do like the week to week thing because you do get some time to digest it, see what you think about it, and then you got time to rewatch it in between. And then next week comes around, like, boom, all right, now I fully understand what's going on. Yeah, that's, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But like I said, some shows, like just fucking more than a married couple, I'm like, I just need all 12 right now because 
I'm fucking, I get blown back at the end of every episode because they do such a good job of progressing the story. Like, progressing the story makes you be like, oh shit, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? I need to know what's gonna happen next. Oh. I feel the same way about both More Than a Married Couple and Eminence in the Shadow. And mm-hmm. I hate to say, I'm ready for whatever the fuck is happening next week, every week. Every single yeah. time, I'm ready for more of what's going on. Same. Same. Next question is uh, <clears throat> favorite overpowered character from an isekai? Hmm. Let me see. Wow, it's easy. It's eyes. It's it's eyes. Just because he's funny and it's it doesn't. He doesn't even like. It's not that he's he's smart by any means or he has the answers to everything. It's just that he's so fucking powerful that you can't do nothing with it. Like it's it's just because of his knowledge of the game, which is very 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 important that makes his overpoweredness so enjoyable to watch that's for me um so my character would be uh and i'm, I'm only choosing this character to be uh, a counter to polo because i don't want to choose the exact same character i know it's voldy gold ah um, come back next week, uh, year i think yeah clearly clearly very overpowered uh so yeah, that's gonna be my choice. Really he might even he might even go ahead and put in work on um, Irons. I don't know about that, but but because they both have time spells, it's just it's, it's a whole it's a whole ordeal between those two. <laughs> like for real, it's it, that'd be a tough one to uh, to go against. To be honest, um, next one is favorite dessert. Shit, man, this is hard because I don't really like sweet things that much. Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Mm, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. My favorite dessert would probably be cheesecake. Cheesecake for sure. I'm surprised. That's pretty rich, bro. Yeah, that's pretty rich. I hate you. <laughs> that's pretty rich. He says, uh, the next qu- last question was, what was the last anime that made you cry? Ooh, that one's tough, man. The, it's the same as the first And I'm gonna go with Clannad That was the last time you cried? Yes uh, what did, I, did, I, did I even have a tear slide down for anything? Let me let me just double check here Let me double check the seasons The past seasons I'm gonna start off with spring I feel like there was one you was talking about Where it was like a, a little kid Who Her village Someone with her village yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the name of it though. Okay, I gotta go. Like golden time, not that. It's not that. It's no, no, no. That one's really good though. I don't think that was the last time I cried though. Oh, what was it, bro? What was I'm baffled by the fact that I can't remember his name because it was probably such a good show. I mean, was it really that good? If I can't even remember. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking still. I'm not gonna cut any of this out, by the way, because I ain't got time. Um, I'm still looking. Okay, the one that got me—I would just say this—the one that made me shed like the one tear thing. It wasn't really like a cry; it was like a, a tear. You know, the the, the the either the happy tear or the sad tear. It it was the sad tear though. The one sad tear that made me fall was uh. The Yakuza God did babysitting. It was when she was, um, it was a situation with her mother. 
um, the kid's mother, and it was it made me that do the yeah, it made me do do, do the one tear thing. I haven't cried probably since like something like either Golden Time or or Clannad or something like that. Um, yeah, it's probably it'll probably be because I watched uh, Golden Time relatively recently, so it'll probably be something like that for sure. Great, great questions as usual, Rob. Those are really, really good questions. Let's actually slide to uh, what is it called again? <laughs> the recommendation roulette. Recommendation roulette. Tell's turn to, to roll the year. My turn. Well, I guess it's both of our turn. Tell's turn to roll the roulette. What year? The year is two thousand eight. Amazing. 2008 recommendation. Let's go with. <laughs> I see. I see something that he could easily recommend. Oh, I already see something I'm going to recommend too. But you go first. Because I, I saw Clannad right at the top, and I was like, "That's that's obviously a uh, that's obviously Poe's first choice." But you know that gets recommended all the time. I'm gonna go with. Uh, a certain magical index really or no 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 i'm not gonna go with that cash iron sins i know a lot of people didn't always like cash iron sins but when you watch it it's definitely on point i love the art style and design everything okay um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with um i'm not gonna go with clinad because this clinad came out in actually 2007 i watched it in 2008 um i'm gonna go with uh tour door Tordor is a slice of life that I think everyone should watch. It's extremely cute. Very interesting, like, ending to it, too. So, Tordor is really, 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 really good. I can't recommend that one enough. All right, we're going to take this quick break. When we come back, we're going to spoil, starting off with my hero. Oh, actually, let me get back to my to my page. See, normally, the shit I will cut out. Y'all are all getting right now, okay? I'm not going to cut this out, either. Uh, we're going to spoil my hero. Season six, episode six. We're going to spoil more than a married couple, episode five. And we're also going to spoil the eminence and shadow, episode five. So when we come back, we're going to spoil these shows probably in that order. Yeah, in that order. So stick around. We'll be right back after these. Shit, serious. She's falling too far. We're 
Welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. You know this uh, this song I use. It's called uh, "The Girl," and it's a it's a Mr. Fuji Wuji remix. Remix is so fucking fire. Remix is absolutely incredible. So uh, make sure you check that out. The uh, song will be in the show notes. So check that out there. It's a great song. It's a dope song. All right, today we are going to be spoiling episode six of season six of My Hero Academia. Let's start there. Tell. <laughs> Oh, why is this? I'm so glad my hero's back, man. That's back to his full form. Those two seasons withstanding, last two seasons stunk. Everybody knows it. I don't care how you feel with your rose colored glasses. Those seasons stunk. This season has been flame on flame on flame on flame on flame on flame on flame. No, put this episode. This episode was good to you. 150 million fucking percent good. What do you mean? This episode was good to you. Yes, it was good to me. It was incredible, bro. It was it was intense. It was it was fucking Okay. It was heart racing. 
I was. What was intense about it? What was intense about it? The fact that Shigaraki is a fucking demon, an absolute demon, bro. He's an absolute demon. I am. I was frightened for Endeavor. I was frightened for Midoriya. I was frightened for Bakugo. Even though I know damn well ain't nothing gonna happen to him because they they still got like another two seasons of this shit left. At least not yet. So like I was I was like I'm like oh shit like I felt I felt overwhelmingly um, this fucking this fucking whoever cut this goddamn grass why aren't y'all done yet it's not that much grass here it's I was overwhelmed by the emotion that I was feeling about Shigaraki and him beating some ass shout out to Aizawa for fucking getting there on time from destroying the tenth hero shout out to Endeavor for fucking bopping Shigaraki it was just all of it was just so good to see. We're not bopping him, but just yeah, I was, I, putting I some balls on He definitely hit Shigaraki hard, but... Yeah, it ain't decent. Shig- Shigaraki's actually a demon, as you know right now. I, I um, hate it, though. I hate it, though, because he's like... Uh, okay. He feels a little bit too powerful. How? It took him four months to get here. Yeah, I don't think that's... I mean, he didn't do shit for it. He's genetically modified. He didn't do anything for it. We've been seeing genetically modified people more or less since the first season you know yeah but that shit is like kind of a I think it's a, it's, it's, they've been building up to this yeah I think it's just it's a um, I don't know I, I just, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing it like this though because if they didn't then it'd be like the villains will probably have no chance to be honest if they didn't yeah. genetically modify Shigaraki because all we would have to worry about is Gigantamax. What is his name? Gigantamax? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Then that would be your only threat. And I think he'll be but, taken down in, in, in three. Yeah. But even so, right? Let's say let's say they did do something like they didn't genetically modify Shigaraki and his quirk just evolved. Which would be dope. I think let's I, say, that's what I think I would like better. Let's say Gigantamakia was behind or was like behind Aizawa while Shigaraki is in front of him. Mm-hmm. What's the choices to be made here? I'm still, I'm, I'm still stopping because you can't, you can't stop. I don't think Gigantomachia, whatever his name is, I don't think his quirk can be erased because he has several quirks. Okay, uh, yeah, I don't think he could be, it could be erased. Yeah, because he's more so, so of a physical presence. But Shigaraki, on the other hand, that needs to go because one, two, three, four, five, and you're gone. And if it evolved, let's say it naturally evolved to where what he touched decays and what's touching that decays, let's say that's the evolution of it, mm-hmm. then he's still the major fucking problem. He's still the biggest problem there is. The coolest thing about Shigaraki's evolution is that it's not just everything he touches and everything that what he touched touches decays. It's that he can also control what decays when he touches it. So like when he did destroy everything and we see that the, all the no moves survived... I was like, oh yeah, this is demon time. This is what it's supposed to be. This is going to be like, Shigaraki pulled up. He says, I want to touch this and destroy literally everything within five miles. It just is what it is. You can't touch the ground. You got to make sure he can't touch anything. I I just, what I, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't like the fact that he's fucking regenerating. I think that shit is trash. I think regenerating in any anime is garbage. Regardless of what it is, it's stupid. No, but here's the thing though, is like he was regenerating, right? He can't regenerate with Aizawa's eyes on him. So technically it doesn't change much from what you already saw. 
the, the the only thing that changes now is that he's physically modified to just be physically stronger. Yeah. But he can't regenerate with Aizawa's eyes on him because that's a quirk. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's so, why that's why we need Endeavor to do what he did at the start of this fight again without him <laughs> being able to regenerate. <laughs> but I already But know. he don't get knocked all the way back if he try. Yeah. I already know. Well, I don't know. Because if he's if, if he's being erasured right now, then um how would he be blown all the way back? Because they they showed that the physical strength he was able to basically fly just from moving his arm and hitting the ground was able to basically go through the air. That's what they showed in this episode. He he went boom and went flying to avoid getting hit. Yeah, but if you're getting hit with a jet fire, I mean, fucking Endeavor is mid range. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but I think the point in like Endeavor's strongest move is technically still it has to be up close. It's a it's a mid range move. But, but when they didn't like when he when he did use it on the normal right when he grabbed him and did the what do they call it brave burn or whatever he called it um and put his chest on bro and went, afterburn. yeah afterburn that's his that's his strongest move but he had to be up on bro to even up on the normal to even get that off yeah because the normal can regenerate if 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 Shigaraki at this time with Eraser doing his thing can't regenerate, you don't. He don't need to. He don't need to literally physically grab him and incinerate him like he did with the Nomu. Because with the Nomu, he had to literally burn every piece of him for him not to be able to regenerate again. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I regenerating in anime fucking stinks, bro. It's always a, it's always a card that they use when they know that what else can I do to make this more of a challenge, which I'm okay with in this particular case because the challenge has been. The challenge has been threatening. Finally, I feel like this is the biggest, like the the biggest threat we had. Overhaul was cool, you know what I'm saying? He was fine. Uh, God, he, the, the beginning of Overhaul was so good. The beginning of Overhaul seemed threatening, and then it just kind of went to shit like sh- quickly after. Uh, but I think I think Shigaraki is a, is a now a proper threat. I'm just you, you making me remember stuff and and put two and two together that I didn't realize in the, initially. <laughs> oh, about yeah. Shigaraki overall, yeah, uh, yeah. I love it though. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving every single episode that I've watched so far. There's not been an episode where I was like, "Damn, this shit is slowing down. This shit is going, getting bad. This shit is getting worse." No, everything. This, like this was actually my least favorite episode. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. And to only me. because like I feel like the physical representation of how ridiculous Shigaraki is, it's like wow, this is. This is what the fuck. It's kind of how I looked at it. It's like it yeah. was he too powerful. It did seem a little. It did seem a little too much. But I also love love the fact that when we finally get went to Deku, he was he was thinking. You know, like I, I love mm-hmm. I love that the, the his thought, thought process. the thought process behind it all. Like yo, I got to get the fuck away from the people. If I get a, a, as far away from the people as I possibly can, then I know since he's chasing me. But again, the whole one for all, all for one cause in their heads is still fucking weird to me. But uh, knowing that the cores are connected is is kind of it kind of makes up for it sorta, but like I loved it. I loved it. I loved every single bit of this episode. I think this episode is a, the trajectory for this show. It continues to do this for 
for me. Like what you what you would seem to have. Oh, sorry for those of you who aren't watching the video version. It's an upward trajectory. For you, it seems to kind of like taper to an even it's playing a field. Yeah. yeah, plateau for you. No, it's still going up only because of the implications of what this episode did to push again to push the story forward, which is something that my hero academia the last two seasons has not done, or they done in the sense where it was the pacing was just fucking weird and slow. Um, so, yeah. So, what's your gut check? Gut check for this episode. Uh, for the next episode, I mean. Um, I think Midoriya is gonna fight Shigaraki uh, with Eraser's assistance, and I think he's gonna get washed. I hope so. That's kind of what I want to see. It's just not. It's not what I think is gonna happen. That's kind of just what I want to see, but. I'm thinking. I think we're gonna lose a couple of uh, top ten heroes next, though. To be honest, love to see it. Love to see it. Good gut check. All right, you don't get a gut check because you already read it. Read it. Yeah, so I read it. You don't I matter. think that what happens next. Uh, All right, Polo, next uh, we're gonna that. watch. We're gonna talk about more than a married couple, but not lovers, <laughs> which is literally my episode of this, my show of the season. So, so, hear me out. This episode. I, I definitely enjoyed this episode more than the married couple. Um, really, really good episode in terms of like the emotional like evaluation of how Fuck they bro. saw how like G- Jiro saw Shiori and Akari. Um, and I always look at these look at like anime like this and think about like how funny it is that the, the main character always has to have the strongest will where he won't push through he won't he won't do what what you expect to be done or whatever so i'm like the whole time waiting like he ain't, he ain't gonna do this he ain't gonna do this and i'm like oh you know what <laughs> you getting real close but i was like i always i could always kind of relate to that because there's a lot of a lot of times as a, a kid i feel like he ain't gonna do this and i knew like in my mind i, I ain't gonna do this this ain't me so i, I related to, to him in that regard, like where I'm thinking he ain't gonna do this. But he, he went a lot farther than I expected, but that, that <laughs> nosebleed was hilarious. I was like, all right, that's funny. That's which, mad funny. Which would probably happen if all that blood was rushing that fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like for me, I didn't even care about that part. That part wasn't even the best part of the show to me. The best part no, of the show to me was the confirmation that Shiori does like Jiro. Obviously we do that from his, his sickness episode. But like for her to, to know how she feels, that's what I was saying. It makes it so difficult now because she 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 feels so much more. And we finally got to hear from her fully 100 percent like that was all the confirmation I, I needed to, to think like, damn, like now I don't even know because I love I love the way Shiori is. And yes, I totally agree with you. Akari is the best girl, but it still had me thinking conflict. Conf, uh, conflicting thoughts between fuck now I don't want Shiori to be sad because now he chose Akari only because I didn't want him to be sad but I love the fact that I have these thoughts in my head now and that is actually wonderful it's a wonderful feeling to have while I'm watching this show also what I love though is Akari starting to f- fucking figure herself out like damn do uh-huh. I I think I really like him love him uh-huh. Do I like it's, it's just again, I understand how she's wrestling with these thoughts because of the the way they structured the story and this writing is so good with just kind of like slowly revealing this information or slowly revealing the character's internal feelings 
each episode at a time, step by step, and it's been executed perfectly. So, so here's my thing, right? And this, this is just, this is wholly unnecessary. I know my issue, really more or less, is I hate that there is technically there's like a a a, a four is four people that kind of got this love yes. square. I guess we, we're seeing, but that's that's not my issue is the love square more or less my issue is that uh shayori akari and jiro shayori akari and jiro can't say how they feel about the other yeah and to be honest man it's you understand i understand it you understand it as a viewer because yeah, i understand it absolutely you understand it as a viewer because look if Jiro say I like Shiori after Shiori was like, you know, I'm glad we're friends during the time where he tried to confess when they were younger and him saying like, oh, yeah, I'm glad we're just friends, too. And confusing her and making her think, well, we're just only friends, too. That is a great, a great way of, of depicting that story, because like they don't want to ruin what they have now. If right. Shiori says, Jiro, I actually love you. And Jiro was like, Jiro was like, yo, but we're just good friends. Then their whole relationship is tanked. Their whole relationship is tech. I also love the fact that uh, Shiori is like, fuck, I need to do something because I was the only girl that he talked to. And now I'm starting to feel like maybe I can possibly lose him to another girl, which is making her now kind of be more assertive and, and more aggressive. It's This episode was so good. It reveals so much information that I almost forgot about. about the, like, I almost forgot about the Shiori thing saying like, hey, he used to only just talk to me. And like, yeah. now that I have the opportunity to lose him, I don't, I want to at least let him know how I feel. And that shit had me like, yo, fuck, man, fuck. So, so as a as a question posed to you and listeners slash viewers, uh, you're not willing, you're not willing to lose a friendship over someone you're in love with? Good question, man. That's a great and, and here, question. Here's the thing. And I look at it this way, um, because like a lot of obviously relationships start off as friendships. I wouldn't be in the marriage I'm in now if I didn't, you know, pursue something with my friend, you know, someone that I loved and I, I did pursue something with in terms of, you know, past a friendship with someone who was a friend at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, the the thing is, though, is that like these people were childhood friends. Yes. And I do understand the the idea that this is someone you grew up with kind of like your best friend. So, yeah, you probably exactly don't want to ruin that relationship. Yes. But are you going I mean, because I, I feel like you are I'm not saying you are. I'm saying like as a character or a person in that relationship or a scenario, you're kind of self-inflicting heartbreak. And you could look at it in both ways, because either way is going to be the self-inflicted heartbreak if the other is not down and you are entirely not sure. Like, again, she, she was used to her and Jiro having their relationship because she's not good at talking to men. He wasn't good at talking to girls, so they always had each other. Okay. Like you said, they were best friends. Now, you say, okay, I'm in love with you. And then she'd be like, wait, but I'm not in love with you or vice versa. Just, 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 you don't know that they actually love each other, but not knowing, 
having the opportunity to say, look, I'm in love with you. And she's saying, I'm not in love with you. We're just great friends. That ruins the entire relationship. The entire relationship is awkward. He doesn't, he's sad because now his love isn't reciprocated or her love isn't reciprocated. So it's kind of, it goes both ways, obviously, but their love won't be reciprocated. And now their friendship is completely on ice because now you're in this different situation to where like, I know he likes me. So now I got to like move different. And I, I absolutely I absolutely respect that because now you can't go back to the relationship you had before because now the relationship is altered because of these feelings that the other person has. Now they're both in that situation because they both don't know which way to go with this. And that that is very conflicting. But like I said, this is why I love this show and why I actually had some affinity for Shiori because now she's in a situation. It's just like, well, shit, I was used, used to having him somebody I can talk to, somebody I can smile with, somebody I can laugh with, who I, which I've never had before because I'm not good at talking to guys and he was always there for me. But now there's an opportunity for me to lose him. So now I'm going to attempt to make the moves and it's obviously hard for her because, you know, it's awkward. Like you can't, she, she can't make these moves because she don't know how to do it, obviously. And on top of that, they even dropped in the fact that now a couple of people, a couple of groups and this practical exam yes, are actually dating couples. They drop that in to kind of sprinkle in some some people getting serious in here. So that's yep. kind of cool. It's so um, fucking cool, man. This show is so good. Are we doing a gut check for this or are we just gonna roll with it? Yeah, let's go, let's gut check, man. I uh, their emotions are starting to to, to develop. Akari when the, what she said at on the balcony, fuck Jiro head up. Jiro fucked his own head up. He's like, no, she has tension. She didn't mean it like that, obviously. She's meant for practical for practical sex. And that fucked my head up. So I'm like, fuck. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking she's gonna do more to um to put herself forward with this and not for the sake of the practical, but for the sake of trying to get Jiro to fall in love with her. Opposed I, to Shaori. I agree with that. I think that uh Akari is gonna try and establish something. And I think she might even at this point, I think next episode or the episode after that, she's going to give said us. Wait, you going to establish some what? Sorry. Akari. Oh, Akari. Akari's going to establish herself against Shiori. But I think not this next episode, but the episode after that, um, she's going to make a decision to no longer chase Tenjin. Mm. And I think that's when we're going to get more of Tenjin as like a main character. And he, we're going to see what his intentions are. Good. Good shit. Good shit. I love that. I love that. Great show, man. Great show. Episode six. And we got six more after that. Ah. Hey, next episode is midterms. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next 178 will be midterms for the fall. So let's, uh, we're going to get into that. Um, all right. Last, but certainly, certainly not least the eminence in shadow. Um, you love, you love the, you love that. Listen, I got some expensive headphones. I have an expensive mixer. I have all of the expensive sound shit. I thought it was just okay. The atomic piece, I thought it sounded just okay. You know? Well, first of all, hear me out. Because I didn't watch it with my headphones on. I just said, make sure you have your... Mm-hmm. I watched it on my TV. And, you know, I got the, the surround sound. And mm-hmm. when I heard the I am and then the atomic with the whisper and I heard it from my left and my right with the whispers and then yeah, coming I, my out, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Now, nah, that shit was hard. Um, but I do I do understand why, you know, that might just sound regular, but I just love the I guess the delivery of it was important. Yeah, that was, it, it so, was yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, because the delivery was like, because the whole episode he's kind of showing, and I think even the episode before, and he kind of showed he OP. They're not ready for him. <laughs> and uh, he, he's still like, you know, he still kind of has that aloof personality where he doesn't really know what's going on. He's just kind of acting um, and doing his thing, what he says he's doing. But his his approach and the delivery is is so like main character esque for the <laughs> delivery because yeah. this is when he knows he's the main character. He knows he's the main character right now, but as soon as he's out of the shadows, he's like, "Oh, okay, I'm not the main character anymore. Let's act like I'm not the main character." But that was main character delivery. So like yeah. he switched so it up. Right. He switched it up on us. Um, but yeah, that was nice, and we got to see uh, what's her name the 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 white hair girl. We got to see her kind of uh. Uh, what's her name? Not Beta. I don't know her name right now because I I can't look it up. But we got to see her kind of look at her sword style and appreciate it yeah. for what it is. And I thought that was really nice too, as a as a memory, uh, kind of like getting to understand and seeing what she actually what she's actually doing, regardless of how good she is at it, but why it's so important. Everything that led up to the atomic was so fucking fire, bro. Like him just talking all that shit. Like listen. I did this, did this, did this, did this, did this, just so I can become the atomic. It was, it was so good. It was, like you said, the delivery was fucking effortlessly great. Um, my thing is, is um, what did you think about her actually saying, "Well, let's let's try to continue this relationship," and her him saying no, <laughs> her slicing his fucking throat. Uh, that was hard. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Because it's like he he knows that's not he going to be the main and being with her is main character status he's not trying to do that do you think um, it's because she knew I don't think it's because she knew I think it's because okay. she appreciated what he said and she didn't learn until she saw the, the eminence in the shadow she had to see that to appreciate what he said about her style and his style also subsequently uh, so it was really dope to see those characteristics like he, he gave her what should be the biggest compliment. Yeah, he, I, <laughs> he even built up on why her his her sister complimented her so much, and we even saw that relationship kind of rekindle. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was fire. Like this, I think this show is really good. Um, it's, like, this is another one of the shows where I was just like, wish I had two episodes a week. You know, I kind of just want to because it it seems to go by relatively fast. With you, you have fun. When you're having fun, everything goes fast. Yeah, but it's, it seems to be like very, very minimum um, progress, story progress. Uh, obviously, this episode was standing because this episode had like the biggest progression since the show started. But we're five episodes in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're just now getting where it's like okay, now, now, now I'm starting to believe that he maybe believes that 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 shit is real because the guy, the swordsman instructor, mentioned like like yo. You know, I'm a part of the round table, blah, 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 blah. So does he now believe that this shit is real, finally? Like, I'm, that's what I kind of want. I can, I can only imagine that he thinks it's real now. Like, he recognized he that this to. is not a, a joke anymore. It's not a game. Yeah. Like, I think he has to realize that this shit is real now. But does that, that doesn't necessarily change his approach either, right? Now, I mean, his approach should be more active, but still... It's still in the shadows, more yeah, or less. Of course, it's still, in, which is perfectly fine. I just want some recognition that this shit is real, so that we can actually fucking now move in the shadows 
you know, like we supposed to instead of him just, uh, you know, kind of mundanely going through shit and kind of just fucking bouncing around between this and this and that. I'm, I hope again, we get more alpha beta, all the fucking the, the, them. I really want us to have more information about them because they're. I just love. I just love it to see Alpha come through and, and save that little girl. Like, oh. But fire. we got to right because there's like thirty hundred of them. Yeah, um, thirty hundred. So if it's if it's fifty thousand of his his little group, like we gotta see at some point who they are, what their names mean, and not what well, we know what their names mean. But we gotta understand at some point, like. Cause what we we ain't even seen like Ada yet. It's we gotta eventually see more about them, right? Absolutely. Like I need to. I need to. But like also Gamma they, even. Gamma looks fire. That uh that giant monstrosity. It had the necklace that 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 dude he killed had, didn't it? Yep. So that was the dude daughter. Yep. That he could have uh you know frequent you know well. Technically, wait, didn't have to do it because who did it? Was it was Alpha. it Beta who did it? it Alpha, Alpha. Yep. yeah, Alpha did it for him, so that's dope. Like you know, yeah, they but they didn't take her. Yeah, they didn't take her, but we don't know if like what they process is anymore. You know, yeah. it's a league of them now. You know, they got connections not just in the city anymore. They only were able to gather 115. Only, only. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't even know how large their organization is at this point. Yeah, oh, man, it's just. It's so much more, man. It's so much more to the show that I hope we get. Also, imagine saying only and y'all this strong. Come on, man. <laughs> what? Only? Only one hundred and fourteen, and y'all y'all doing damage like this? What is it? It's like at least on the on the cover, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven other than Shadow himself. Okay, there's seven other, you know, seven other people who has probably a little bit less power than Alpha. Probably maybe along the same lines as Alpha. Oh, bro. Shit. And then the girl he met at the end. What do you think that's going to be? A romance uh, option? He It's going to be, uh, and I hate to say it to kind of, this is my gut check. Uh, I think that is going to be the next step in him pretending not to be the Eminence in Shadow while he's actually Because I do think that the, 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 the involuntary, I don't completely understand everything that's going on, like his absent. Absent-mindedness, like his his negligence, almost to the truth that he's yeah. been speaking the entire time, unknowingly speaking, right? Unknowingly speaking, yeah. I I'm thinking, I'm I'm I think I'm with you on your gut check there. I think it's gonna it's gonna lead to him having this normal relationship with this clumsy girl who isn't nothing special, quote unquote. Even though she's waifu material. It, do you think that's gonna take away from how much we like this anime? If he continues to just not know shit, yes, yes I absolutely. I, I do. I can see that being like, okay, this is the third third person now. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, need you to know something, bro. I'm ready for you to move like you need, like you could move, like, uh, like at least, okay, at least with eyes, he has a, a plan. You just don't. He just don't understand how how to execute the government side of it, the government side of it. He doesn't know how to really execute, to move about like the next steps as to doing the world domination, even though he's accidentally becoming a world dominator after the, the first right. season. And that's better though, because he could still, he still understands like, okay, there's a plan that my NPCs are building and I'm gonna just kind of go along with to keep up my facade of being the, the, 
the leader of the great tomb of Nazareth, you know. And this this could be a story trope that gets played out really fast as well. I agree. You know. I agree. <clears throat> That's with him like, okay, all right, bro. How do you not know now? How do you not know now? Like after this most recent episode, now I'm saying, okay, how do you not know now? And if he if he comes back saying like, you know, oh, maybe they were just kind of like acting. Like, no, bro, you literally just took a sword to his body and him saying he's a part of this round table cult that does this and this and this and that. You should know now, man. You should know that this shit is real. Yeah. No. Even if you don't, even if it ain't the name that you 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 thought it was, um, even though it is. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess that's the wrap. So we just finished talking about Eminence and Shadow episode five. I think if be that good, or is it going to be a trope that falls off really quickly? More than a married couple. Also, episode five, great episode. We loved it. How y'all feeling about Shiori, Akari, Tenjin, and Jiro? Um, My Hero episode six. Polo's got it on that hill. It's going up. I think it kind of plateaued a little bit, but I don't think it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. You know, it just is what it is. Also, on that break, let's know what you thought about that song by DJ Polo Born Fly. Um, he is the 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 music curator for our podcast uh, recommendation roulette this week was 2008 so we uh did the year 2008 of cash and sins and toradora for polo um we also answered the questions on twitter some of them were like ideal anime video games i talked about gundam witch from mercury anime you almost dropped but you glad you kept watching um that question was from huey tj i also plan on picking up to your eternity i know some of y'all cried from season one i did not but <laughs> season two let's see how it goes also diy do it yourself um, Polo already watched the first episode I'm going to catch up on some of it as well So we can bring some conversation about it next week's Episode of the week was Eminence and Shadow for me More than a married couple for Polo Thanks for the questions on Twitter Subscribe on Patreon for After Story And some gameplay coming soon Episode 177 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu I'm at Polo Born Flower on social media I'm at King Teliano on all social media You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter And at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok And as always Mike, Mike, Mike Check, 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 check. It's a wrap. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?